0: Hi, I'm Monica.
1: And I'm the other Monica.
0: And we are two Monicas and a microphone. Join us each week to talk about nothing serious. Seriously. We'll talk about life, differences of opinion, our favorite obsessions, and any topic we find interesting. So grab your bonbons and your bathrobe and get ready for some daytime delight.
1: Oh, is that like afternoon delight?
0: Okay, get your mind out of the gutter now. (laughs) We're talking about soap operas.
1: Oh, I love soap operas. Well, I did love soap operas. Haven't watched them in a a minute, unless you count all of the CW shows I watch.
0: (laughs) Uh, Those are nighttime soap operas. That's a whole different topic, which we have to get into. Okay. I'm talking about the ones that aired between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. on CBS, ABC, and NBC. Yeah, the stay-at-home sweet spot. So I have many, many fond memories of sneaking around to watch soap operas. But really how it all got started was on a visit to see my grandfather. He wasn't doing very well. He was being cared for at home. He was bedridden. And it was going to be our last time to spend time with him. So Mm. my mom flew us down to Texas and we spent the summer there. And he knew exactly when every show would come on. Oh my goodness. No, so
1: I, uh, seriously, Monica, I anticipated you were going to tell me that your grandmother was totally into this, but I'm hearing your grandfather knew about these.
0: Oh, my grandfather knew exactly when every show was on. He would start with Bold and the Beautiful. Oh, wow. And at one o'clock, he would just say Channel 4, Channel 4, Channel 4 when Days of Our Lives would come on. I wish I had been a little bit older so that I could have appreciated it more in the moment.
1: Oh, isn't that just the story of childhood? I feel the it same is. way about my grandmother, mm-hmm. and she passed when I was 17, and I still feel like I wish I had been more aware of of what I was about to miss out on. Yeah. My memories of
0: him aren't the things that I thought were a little bit scary at the time, but they're that he loved soap operas and that he would <laughs> give us candy.
1: <laughs> just, I'm sorry. It's adorable. I'm just making him into this total caricature that is adorable.
0: We call him Lito. So going forward, I'm not going to call him my grandfather because he was Lito to me. People would eventually wonder where my brother and I were, and we were sneaking <laughs> soap operas with, with
1: Lito oh i love it he yeah. probably in his own world loved it too i i hope he did i hope he did
0: mylita she enjoyed her telenovelas but i didn't understand spanish at the time very well so <laughs> so i didn't really care about watching those i really wanted to see *Bow and hope and days of our lives and marlena and john black so monica do you have any early memories of soap operas
1: I don't have any memories per se of the actual shows. What I have a memory of is my mom. She will deny this, I am sure. Hi, mom. Um, (laughs) Talking about days of our lives incessantly with my aunt. Okay. So I remember them talking about soap operas that I wasn't able to see. I was at school. Sure. But my mom would talk to her sister on the phone and I would be in the house listening to this after school or in the evenings. And I knew who Bo and Hope were, even though I had never seen it. Now I'm sure I had some exposure in the summers. But I wasn't allowed to watch them. So as a little kid, like what you're talking about, it was only in that the adults watched that show. Never something I took in until I was probably about 13 years old. And then okay. I started my brief obsession with them.
0: I think soap operas, they were the original forbidden fruits because no, I wasn't allowed to watch them either. I have so many memories of sneaking around to watch soap operas. First with Lito, then with my cousin Isenia. Hi, Sen. That summer we'd go like hide in her mom's room and turn the TV down really low or (laughs) I don't even know. And then people would come looking for us and we'd change the channel.
1: Oh, yeah. That sounds super familiar. I have a cousin (laughs) like that too.
0: And then in middle school, my best friend at the time, Laura, I would go to her house after school sometimes. And her older sister liked to watch General Hospital. And it came on at three o'clock. So we'd get to see about half of it after school. (laughs) And it's so easy to get sucked in. And then my last memory of being kind of a A teenager happened when I was homeschooling. I had a little tiny black and white TV in my bedroom and I would go upstairs to quote unquote, do my schoolwork. But I was really watching soap operas. Sorry, dad. (laughs) So sorry.
1: I was about the same age when I watched Young and the Restless it I remember watching it after cheerleading practice where was my mom I still I don't not that she would have neglected me but she must have had some sort of meeting with somebody or took my brother somewhere Mm -hmm. because there is no way my mother would let me we only had one tv and we lived in a small house you were not sneaking around watching tv in my house and I know my mom did not watch Young and the Restless. I wish I could remember how I got started on it and where my mother was. I think when I go visit, I might have to ask her if she can connect some dots for me. She will act um, very surprised and shocked that I would ever do such a thing, but it will be really fun to see if she can remember at that age, what was going on And I was way obsessed with it. Oh yeah, it's so easy to just- Young and the Restless. It All was the, the different storylines.
0: The great clothes, oh,
1: and I know that modern era we like to see people who are more real, but there was a lot of fantasy back then. So the idea—I'm just growing up in Arkansas in a small house on 20 acres, and I'm seeing all of these people living these luxurious lives, right? And I just love all of the drama. I still I, love the drama. I still love the drama. As drama is just fun. I don't want to. As live long drama. as it's
0: not mine. That's what I yeah, tell Paul long all as the it's time. Not
1: mine. Right. As long as it's not my drama, I like to watch it. And this was a very elevated amount of drama and lifestyle that I had no other access to. And I think just as a 13-year-old girl, 14-year-old girl, I just couldn't get enough of The Young and The Restless. And those actors and actresses were good-looking. Yes, I mean They wore great so clothes, much they had fantastic lives.
0: You know, they owned companies and multiple cars or jets. It was fantasy. And even though I was in Detroit, my life was very blue collar, very middle class. We had a small house in Detroit. We didn't take extravagant vacations. We didn't take yep. any vacations. It was just kind of a way to imagine how my life could be as I grew up. Yes. Do you know why you weren't allowed to watch soap operas?
1: Probably because of the sex scenes is my guess.
0: Yes, me too. That That's the exact reason. You know, it's definitely adult content, right? People having affairs and, you know, having just all sorts of <laughs> relationships. But as oh, I yeah. got older, I think the amount of sensual scenes decreased. I think Did it they? was... I think so, because by the time we got to college, there was never a scene with people doing it.
1: Oh, true. There really weren't any scenes like that. They were very rare.
0: Very rare. rare. There'd be like a year-long buildup to the moment. (laughs) Monica, there were so many great clips. I don't even know where to start. Start with your favorite. I'm going to start with Lito's favorite, Young and the Restless. There's so much drama wrapped up in Young and the Restless.
1: Well, hi, sweetheart. Is everything all right? Yeah. Um, listen,
0: I was wondering if you had heard from Dad if he's back yet? No, honey, I haven't heard from your father. What's up? Listen, I told you I was going out tonight. What I didn't say was where I was going and why. Oh, God. Mom, I'm getting married. What? What? What are you talking about? What, what are you joking? Is this some kind of a joke or something? No, Mom, it's no joke. Look, I'm old enough to get married. I, I'm 18 now. Are you out of your mind? Put Ryan on! Mother,
1: put Ryan on this phone. I want to talk to him now. Mom, you don't understand. I'm not marrying Ryan. I'm marrying Cole. What did you say?
0: Mom, I'm getting married tonight
1: to Cole. I remember this storyline. This was yes. in the heat of when I was watching it that summer. I suddenly remember why I loved the name Victoria and wanted to name my daughter Victoria. I was obsessed. If you don't know this storyline, what you don't
0: know is that the reason Nikki is so shocked
1: is because yeah, she's awesome. having an affair with Cole. It's so good. This is why I love drama the way I do.
0: (laughs) Even though I loved soap operas, I know nothing about the history. And I hope you're going to enlighten me now, Monica.
1: Well, I looked into the history of it and I was thinking, okay, it's called a soap opera. I understand the opera part. Dramatic. Right. Got it. But why soap? What did that come from? Did it need to be squeaky clean in the beginning? I wasn't really sure but it actually goes back to the origins the very roots of soap operas are found in radio and at the time there would be these melodramas spoken out much like if you listened to an audiobook today honestly they were sponsored by soap companies so this really made me think of back in the 80s. Do you remember that commercial that was all like, look, Madge, I soaked in it from Paul Palmolive. This made me think of that. So my guess is women in the 20s and 30s, they were primarily doing the cleaning. So Mm -hmm. we're listening to this. And there are some really interesting things that I do want to get into about soap operas that I don't think that people really um, realize. Soap operas, as we know them, they were really pioneered by a woman named Erna Phillips. And she had her hand in all of them. She was called the Queen of Soaps, but I really? really call her, yeah, I call her the Kevin Bacon of Soaps because <laughs> she's like linked to all of them. She created the very first soap opera. It aired on January 31st in the year 1949. It was wow. called These Are My Children. It only lasted 24 days before being canceled. They were tiny 15 minute episodes every day at five. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the television world paper wrote at the time, there is no space on television for this type of program. (laughs) Yeah, so it flopped a little bit, but she was doing these on the radio. Okay. Eventually got taken to the air. She created Guiding Light as the world turns. No way. Yes, and she was even a story editor for Days of Our Lives. So she was a woman, scriptwriter, screenwriter, and a producer, which back in those days was very rare. So soap operas were developed by a woman for women. I love it. I love it. And I think that maybe today people might want to say this or that about soap operas, but their origins were a woman creating for a woman to be entertained. And what's really interesting about Erna is that while she may have been in a different time, you might look at her as a modern style of woman. She never married, but she did adopt two children after the age of 40. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she's got a really interesting story. She wanted to be an actress, and her teachers always told her she was too plain, which is kind of sad, but probably true. But she didn't let that stop her. She went on, and she got into radio. Good for her. She is the reason we have and love all of these daytime soaps. I think that's
0: awesome. I I really appreciate knowing where they came from, and that I found it entertaining for many, 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 many years. And that that was the that was the intention. It was just to entertain. It was
1: absolutely, and there is nothing wrong with that. In fact, a TV studio sought her out to help them create. I just think Erna Phillips really deserves a shout out I think that many people haven't heard of her name and maybe if you were like me you thought soap operas were invented by men you're totally wrong
0: (laughs) good I love being proved wrong for a good reason Hey, friends, Monica and I have recently discovered a company with amazing skincare. Juvene uses cutting edge stem cell science to replenish and repair your skin four levels deep. You'll start seeing a more youthful appearance in just a few weeks. Juvene also has incredible faux mink lashes to make you feel fancy every day.
1: Y'all, if you want great skin, nails, and lashes, go to juvene.comslash foxy. That's Juvenae, J-U-V-E-N-A-E dot com slash F-O-X-Y. Sign up as a preferred customer and receive immediate discounts without any fees. Like I
0: said, I have watched soap operas or had watched soap operas for many years, starting when I was about 10 or 11 and all the way through college, even into my working life. So, I'm just gonna rattle off this list of soap operas that I have watched for long periods of time. And when I say okay. long, minimum six months, sometimes stretching on into years. Wow. So, young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful. I transitioned into Bold and in the Beautiful because I had 30 minutes to kill and it was a 30 minute show. It was? Yep.
1: I didn't realize that.
0: Yeah, it's kind of, I think, the only one. Yeah. And then Guiding Light, because again, there was a gap between shows, and there was this character named Harley, and I loved her name, and I loved her <gasps> character. I
1: remember Harley. Yeah,
0: yes. I, sh- I just thought she was so pretty, and I loved her name, and she was spunky. She was I just thought she was a cool character. So I've watched As the World Turns, Days of Our Lives. Santa Barbara, I started watching that because I was born in Santa Barbara, and I watched it to the point where I you saw You were born the- in
1: Santa- wait. Up. You're born in Santa Barbara, as in California? Yeah, I'm an OG West Coast girl. Oh, this makes a lot of sense now. Sweet. So yeah, I watched Santa
0: Barbara because that's where I was born. But I also watched it to the point where I saw the very last episode. Ooh. And I didn't even know that it was the last episode. So I turned the TV on every day for weeks before I realized that it was just no more. And Aww. we didn't have the internet back then and I think it was 93. So I had no idea. I'd have to go to the to the grocery oh, store with sad. my mom and then I'd scour the soap digests.
1: I'm <laughs> sure your mom, oh, I'll say. <laughs> no, I had to be so <laughs> sneaky. You got to ask your mom if she knew any of this. I'm going to ask. Oh you.
0: yeah. I turned the TV on for weeks. And, and now looking back, I was like, how did I not know it was the last one? They tied up Every storyline in a nice, neat little, beautiful bow. People got married that had been star-crossed lovers. It was just so, so perfect how they how they ended it. But I was really sad because it was my favorite one.
1: Yeah, you were like what, twelve? That's Twelve, thirteen, yeah, on that mm-hmm. it was the end. You just thought, oh, this is the neatest thing ever. They've done all the things I want them to do.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the next day and the next day and the next day, I still turn the TV on. So I've also watched One Life to Live, All My Children. I watched that one for years and years and years. General Hospital, another one years and years and years. Passions, that was kind of short-lived. And Port Charles. Since we were talking, I had to pull up some clips of Santa Barbara and I found some awesome promos from the early 90s, which was probably a little bit earlier than I started watching it. Heat up your days with the hottest show on daytime. Here's the proof. For passion, romance, and adventure. Ain't it grand? The heat is on Santa Barbara, only on NBC.
1: It was so good. Y'all. We're going to give you links to some of these clips and you're just going to have to really appreciate that there's like literal photoshopped fire on top of these clips. I don't know if that was from the original or if whoever uploaded these did this, but I'm going to tell you, it really adds. So why aren't you in L.A.?
0: Because I had to put you first, of course. I have the perfect solution to our problem. I'll bet it involves postponing our wedding, doesn't it? Jack, I have arranged everything for you to come to California with me. We don't have to be separated at all, do we? You can do a lot of your legal work from out there, can't you? And Jack, we can have every single night together susan lucci
1: yes best known for being erica crane on kane All My erica Children. kane kane why that would be again why i couldn't find erica crane Google <laughs> Things. everybody <laughs> Now, I did know of Erica Kane growing up, heard about her. What I didn't know is that she actually started as a 15 year old character. So, Susan Lucci, when she started on All My Children, was playing a 15 year old. I didn't realize it went that far back for her. Wow. She started out playing a teenager. This character, Erica Kane, that we have heard of as this just monumental villain started out as a 15-year-old character. To me, that's amazing. As I've mentioned many times before, I love character arcs. So Susan Lucci played this character. The character has been considered the most popular character in American soap opera history, according to TV Guide. I I would agree with that. Yes. If I actually knew her name, just kidding, everyone. I thought it was Crane, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) So Susan Lucci was nominated 18 times for an Emmy and never won. That's
0: insane.
1: Yeah, until she was nominated her 19th time in 1999. And then finally for her role as Erica Kane. That is really shocking to me considering it's the most famous soap opera character Mm -hmm. in the history of daytime TV. She's actually considered one of the 60 nastiest villains of all time. She was originally written just to kind of be a Bad girl, headstrong, selfish 15 year old who had abandonment issues with her father, and she evolved into a heroine vixen. And she became a character that everyone loved to hate and ended up rooting for. That's just a little bit into Susan Lucci. If you Google her, there's only like five things that come up. And most of the things that come up are how hot she is as a 70 year old. <laughs> It is hilarious, but I was like, dang, not only is she still pretty, I mean, she has some sex appeal, which is kind of amazing.
0: Now, we were talking before about how many times she was married, and I I was totally wrong. I thought I was right. I said seven. You corrected me, and you said she was married 12 times on the show.
1: Yes, on the show. That was on On the the show. show. I was worried that Susan Lucci had been married 12 times when I came across. No, no. Her character, Erica Okay, so she's not like Elizabeth Taylor. Well, everyone, I'm sorry. This is why Monica took the lead on this. I'm not as well versed in my soap operas. <laughs> I had fun researching this, I'm not going to lie. Like a lot of fun. I love this this image. We have to put it in the show notes, the we soap are. opera oh my gosh. trivia
0: quiz book. Number 2.
1: Number 2. You cannot get this on eBay. You can only get it from this place called bestlittlebookhouse.com. You can get your copy for just 39.95 plus shipping. Holy cow. Right? (laughs) (laughs) If I come across this at a garage sale, it will be mine because y'all, this is just awesome. And it is called the Soap Opera Trivia Quiz Book. I mean, people literally bought books. It has 200 quizzes in it. Oh my God. Now, y'all I can't believe it, stuff like this exists. But it did. It did because we didn't have the internet. Because right now I can just type in the search engine and say soap opera quiz, and then 200 of them will come up. So that leads us
0: into our game for the day.
1: Yes. I think this is going to be fun. One, because I am the game show host and I don't have to answer any of the questions. And two, because it is actually pretty fun and you're going to learn a lot about the soap operas through this so fun okay I'm ready okay I'm gonna ask you to name the soap opera that these famous couples came from let's see if I okay. can do it this was one of my favorites so this should give you a hint okay <laughs> Victor Newman and Nikki Foster young and the restless yes oh, i loved victor newman oh my gosh there is no way stupid little 13 year old girl should think that i know he had so much gray hair and a mustache okay (laughs) again i was 13. beau and hope brady oh
0: days of our lives
1: luke and laura i'm not even general hospital yeah of course everybody knows luke and laura all right here is one that i think you might know might not what famous talk show host married her co-star from all my children kelly ripa yes yes she married mark consuelo yes and they're still married yes they are
0: will all of you witnessing haley and mateo's promises do all in your power to uphold these two persons in their marriage We we will
1: Sam, can you take Haley's hand? They're so young. She's probably not even acting in this scene. No, I bet they were in love from day one. Okay, so now I've got some some good ones. Which Days of Our Lives character was once possessed by the devil? If you need me to read off... No, it's Marlena. Oh my gosh, you totally knew that. Okay.
0: Yeah, because that was yeah. the most absurd plot line I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when John was a priest and he was trying to basically give her an exorcism and then he was possessed by a succubus. <laughs> oh my God, no. I can't believe oh I know goodness. all this that stuff.
1: That's crazy. And you know what? Entertainment Weekly called it the dumbest soap plot ever.
0: Yes. <laughs> you can't see what's on the screen.
1: Oh my god. I can even is. right now. Immediately. I can't even.
0: Gotta help her. We've gotta get her down
1: He's a priest? Oh, Stefano, I
0: mean him. John Black and Stefano Demira. Stefano. Pony. Can be possible. John?
1: She is levitating. levitating. The actors are acting like this is a plot line they want to be a part of is that but I watched, watched the fashion? entire storyline. <laughs> well of course so did everybody else they call it the dumbest soap plot ever yet yeah, how many people watched it exactly okay here's a good one because you watch Santa Barbara so uh-huh. you might actually know this. Which famous actor got his start playing young Mason Capwell.
0: Ooh ooh I don't know this one.
1: Leonardo DiCaprio oh that's a fun one and he even earned a nomination for Best Young Actor in a Daytime Series. I would like to say to all of our friends out there who are listening, I would love to know how many of these you actually know. So please share with us on our Instagram page.
0: Absolutely. I want to know how many our friends got correct. Bonus points if you knew the Leonardo DiCaprio answer.
1: All right, Monica, I have a question here that's pretty cool. Okay. Okay. Whose wedding holds the record for the highest? Luke and Laura. Yes. Okay. Yes. Second part to this, which I know you will appreciate, is that it brought in more viewers than Prince Charles and Lady Diana's actual televised nuptials. I love that so hard right now. Oh, yeah. That's That's the most amazing statistic. Okay. What soap opera once featured characters from the following families Martins, Tyler's, Brent's and Canes. Oh well, wouldn't that be all my children? Yes, it's not cranes, everybody. <laughs> okay, you might
0: You know the amazing thing about Susan Lucci and her, her character Erica Kane? She had two daughters, Kendall. Okay. Kendall was um the daughter she gave up for adoption, who ended up oh. coming back to find her.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Yes. Um,
0: I loved her curly hair. I mean, it was her hair that I was
1: after the entire okay. decade of the 90s. Oh, my gosh. So this, obviously, the, so this is my question. Who played Erica Kane's daughter on All My Children? It was actually played by two different actresses. So you're thinking that of happens. one and I'm thinking of the other.
0: Yes. Um,
1: Sarah Michelle Gellar. <gasps> the original Yes.
0: Actress.
1: And I, of course, love her. Buffy, you are probably talking about Alicia Minshew, which I am sure I just butchered. But she does have gorgeous curly hair. And we will put a picture of her so that everyone can know what Monica was really going for in the 90s and never achieved. And now I see, and it's amazing. It's amazing, isn't it? And she
0: ended up marrying Zach and they were just such a cute couple. And Aww. this was after she had her heart broken by Greenlee and what's his face, Josh Demel. Yeah. Oh my gosh,
1: Monica. How do you remember all these details? I don't know. Monica, I know you watched General Hospital. So here I is did. a quiz for you. Okay. For one of my very good friends, Lindsay. Um, she's listening. Hey, Lindsay. I know you know the answer to this. What dying gift did general hospitals bj jones leave her cousin Maxie? it was her heart yes how yes. did you know that i it thought got a was... very dramatic storyline one more okay because this throws back to college general Ho- he was in general hospital and he sings the song living la vida loca <gasps> ricky martin hello yeah <laughs> I had a was- minor
0: obsession with Ricky and Livin' and Lovey the loca. Actually, I liked La Bamba more. Well, I loved that little quiz. I think I got 80%. This moves us into the next phase of soap operas, which I'm going to call the demise of soap operas. it's sad. It is sad. And since I worked in outside sales, I wasn't home to watch them. But I remember specifically getting the cable package that gave me the soap network.
1: Oh. So I could
0: watch them at night. Oh, oh. Yes. So that was the way that I was able to keep up with them into my 20s. For me, the demise came when I went overseas and I was there for six or seven months uh, because it completely disconnected me from all of the storylines and and everything and then came back and I just didn't care to get back into it. The way I see it, the real demise for soap operas started in about 2008 with the economic crash. Yeah. And I think it's ironic because so many people suddenly found themselves out of work and they were home all day, but yet soap operas suffered. But I think it was the economic crash coupled with the advance in technology. So now people had access to things like Netflix, Redbox, Hulu, and on-demand television. Not in 2008, but beginning in 2008. Right. So now you could watch shows that you wanted when you wanted- like, I'm still a huge Law and Order fan, and that's what I watch at night instead of a soap opera
1: because okay. I can watch it when I want. Yes. Um, now, I think something else may have come into play here too, not just technology. And it's something you and I had discussed before about our viewing preferences and different types of shows that we like. Uh, wasn't this around the same time that a lot of the Housewives shows started coming about? So, that's kind of like, look at the lifestyle of the rich and famous, but these are real people. I that's think a that, very good point. I think that that's something that people like is seeing real people. But I think that had a lot to do with it. So we were looking for new entertainment. So according to
0: Google, the first episode of Real Housewives of Orange County was in March of 2006 so i guarantee you that by 2008 it had picked up steam
1: yep i didn't watch it until the second or third season is when i picked up on it i actually did watch it which is shocking to me because i can't even handle that kind of stuff now oh i uh, I love it that that's the next soap opera yes but i'm a, a you know i like to binge things and then be done and never touch them again of the nine soap operas that
0: aired until 2008 five of them shuttered production within five years and again i think it's a combination of advances in technology accessibility and also new programming that people Mm -hmm. just gravitated toward because now there are i can't even name the number of real housewife franchises there are
1: too many my my friend megan
0: would know general hospital is still airing days of our lives is still airing young and the restless and bold and the beautiful
1: Monica, uh, you watched, obviously, a lot of soap operas. I watched soap operas when I was 12, 13, still trying to figure out exactly when that was. What I love is that my biggest obsession with soap operas actually happened with you in college at the sorority house when we lived there. Yep, I remember. That is when I first laid eyes on the Brady family from Days of Our Lives. I finally knew what Bo looked like and... We used to watch that, I think, I don't remember when it came on, but I do remember sometimes being late to class because I wanted to see what happened. It was always those last three minutes that would get you. It was. It was. And you just had to see. And then you just run up to class and be late and just smile at your professor and hope they didn't care. And the other one, which I think we need to mention, you briefly mentioned that you watched it. And I bet a few people have watched it and most people have it. And that is Passions. We were obsessed with that. We were that. The obsessed entire with Passions. house, the entire house was obsessed with it.
0: Everyone loved Passions because of the absurd storylines. The really (laughs) attractive guys. And the fact that we were able to watch it from episode one.
1: We did watch it from episode one. And it was geared a little bit more towards our age demographic. When I went and looked it up, it was done that way on purpose. And in fact, they even ended up referencing shows that we watched. They referenced days of our lives on here. Oh, that's Um, so funny. And they broke the fourth wall. Do you know what the fourth wall is? No. Okay, so when you break the fourth wall in acting, that is when you acknowledge that you are doing something fictional. When did they do that? Different times they would have on TV the Passions theme song in lead-in before they would go on to do something. It would be in the background of their own kitchens and their TVs and stuff. All done.
0: Well, aren't you a
1: handsome devil?
0: (laughs) Grace is going to regret it if she goes up against old Tabitha. Isn't that right, Timmy? I said, isn't that right, Timmy? Timmy! That's right, Tosa We're going to win. We're going to win.
1: Poor Grace, poor Grace. I think uh,
0: Timmy and Tabitha <laughs>
1: Okay, talk about, say, about comedy. I was going to say talk about comedy. Y'all, this was a show where there was some sort of witch and I didn't go and research any of this. I'm just going off my memory. There was a, <laughs> there was a witch and she yes. had an animated doll, much like Chucky, but it was played by an actual actor. They were always trying to keep couples from getting together and also maybe making hurricanes and tsunamis show up. I don't know. It was, You talk about that one on Days of Our Lives being crazy. Like this entire plot line was insane. Yes. With this stupid witch and doll, which I hated that part. And Me I too, it. but we loved Luis Lopez Fitzgerald. Um, yes. And Miguel yes. Lopez
0: Fitzgerald. Well, Miguel Lopez Fitzgerald, the actor who played him, went on to have a role in Desperate Housewives.
1: Yes. And he
0: had an affair with Eva Longoria's character.
1: Yes. He, he was, was the gardener.
0: He was so hot.
1: So, passions. That's the only time I really watched soap operas was in college. And then that one time when I was 13.
0: You may find this interesting. By the time I was a senior, I think most people in the house assumed that I would arrange my class schedule around soap operas so I could take a nap Wait, on the couch.
1: But did you?
0: No, it's just oh. how it worked out. And I let everybody think that. <laughs>
1: I would, I think it's great. great. I had late no. afternoon
0: classes or evening classes and maybe one morning class by the time I was a senior. It's just how it worked out. So I would park myself on the couch at one o'clock to watch days of our lives. And then I'd watch everything up until General Hospital. And I, by that point I was asleep, but no one could change the channel. Cause I would know. And then, I mean, I was nice. I wasn't mean,
1: No. but well, uh, people every-
0: would sit on the couch and hang out watching General Hospital while I slept. Now friends. I'd like to play a clip of my favorite couple when they were a couple, uh, Sunny and Brenda.
1: Ooh, turning down the
0: lights. Yes,
1: the sultry gaze. Oh, and there's candlelight.
0: And they're making out. It's awesome.
1: Oh, my gosh. I feel All like I'm the making out. again. Making <laughs> out, making out, making out, so making out.
0: out. <laughs> Brenda leaves
1: Sunny for
0: Jacks. Taylor of Jack's Cosmetics.
1: Even I knew this. I don't know if I'm enjoying seeing this, my very favorite deception model on the arms of Jack's Cosmetics. Please tell me you're not thinking about stealing
0: her away. <laughs> well, you know my reputation. I steal everything that's not nailed down. <laughs> this so stuff. Then I loved him. Oh. But then eventually, Sunny ends up with sam and then sam ends up with jason oh the the triangles
1: what's that i was i was gonna call you our happily married man not anymore I made the mistake of listening to you that night. I stole your car. I had, I had a feeling that uh, my marriage was over, but I guess I had let you give me hope. You know? I know. I, I had a lot of nerve handing out advice, no, and no, clearly I know nothing they, about. No, no, I, 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 I wanted to believe. My wife is with him right now. Oh, this is the guy you had the big crush on. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, friends, you know, so many of our favorite actors got their start in soap operas. When we were talking about it, planning the show, we realized that soap opera actors, they really work a lot. They're on every day all year. There's no season. So they never repeat an episode. 2020 may have made this an exception because they had to stop filming for a while. And only one of the soaps really had eight months of episodes wow. ready. Everybody else only films four to six weeks in advance. So yeah, we've mentioned Kelly Rippa, John Stamos, Brad what was Pitt. He, on? he was on General yeah. Hospital.
1: Brad Pitt was on a soap opera? What?
0: Another World. Hmm. Yes. Small clips of that. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Okay. He was on All My Children. And I remembered seeing his storyline played out. And now he's super famous. Marissa Tomei.
1: Meg Ryan, a huge name. And she was on As the World Turns. Demi Moore. Wow. So many yeah. people get their starts there. Yes. Let's see if anyone can guess who this is.
0: Could I just have one more minute of your time? I'm I'm afraid I gave you the wrong impression earlier. Look, I-, I was more than just Victor Kiriakis' trophy wife. I have a very impressive resume, if I do say so myself. I mean, I was co-CEO of a major corporation. I know my way around the boardroom. And when it comes to being tough, I could put Carolyn and George to shame, okay? Hell, even Armorosa. So I was just wondering if maybe you could consider me for a place in your organization, whatever that might be. I, I think you'll find that I'm a very willing employee working under you. I think could be mutually beneficial. Well, you know, that's an interesting proposition, Mrs. Walker. I'll get back to you. Really? Yeah, really. No. Really? No.
1: <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Good. Oh, I kinda so didn't feel like I saw that coming. And then he said no. So
0: <laughs> I know, because she was trying to be so sexy in the show. She's married to Victor Kiriakis. Oh,
1: I can't even imagine being yeah. married. To two victor and being that much younger, you would definitely get a complex. Wait, y'all, I gotta at least mention three more. One, Lawrence Fishburne. Yes. I, can't, I cannot imagine him on a soap opera. Then we have, okay, we have to mention him. Sorry, everyone, I'll probably do an entire episode on him if I could. Jensen Ackles, for those of you who also love CW and know about Supernatural. He was Eric Brady and my son's name is Brady. And I almost wonder if subconsciously, that's not where I got the name Brady. Subconsciously. Subconsciously, because I still don't know why I chose that name. We'll have the full list
0: on the show notes because it goes on and on and on.
1: So we've talked about all sorts of different soap operas that we both love and different characters. I think something that sets soap operas apart from maybe other TV, other than CW shows, y'all, is crazy Plot. But people still come back and watch them, even though they're awful. So I'm going to go through a short list here with Monica, and we're just going to have a good laugh together. So there's an evil man named Mikos, and he unleashes an intense blizzard on Port Charles. He wanted to create a new ice age. That's just so weird. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> That's so weird. Luke figured out how to turn off the weather machine oh isn't that cute I don't know oh my Monica, god it's so bad it's so bad there was an actual weather machine well I mean those are real now but okay <laughs>
0: those take your tin foil hat off let's talk about the legit possession of Marlena this was in 1995 and I remember it and I think it's one of the reasons i eventually stopped watching days of our lives because marlena became possessed marlena spoke in a demonic voice her star-crossed love john black he had disappeared for a while and he came back as a priest and he was eventually the one who exorcised the demon
1: did you watch the part where she turned into a jaguar
0: i think i did yeah i think i did
1: <laughs> now i still i'm still understanding why this is considered one of the worst plots ever <laughs> oh my goodness um We talked about Passions earlier. There is a plot where Kay schemes to get rid of her romantic rival by putting her on ice and then replacing her with a zombie. Oh, I remember that. That's bad stuff.
0: So bad. Then there was the time Beau and Billy discovered the dirty and disheveled Swamp Girl in New Orleans. I remember this. They brought her back to Salem and she got a makeover. They named her Greta and she sang opera.
1: I think I remember watching this. Um, I don't really remember the origins of soap operas having so much supernatural stuff to them. And these are zany, zany supernatural things,
0: right? I think in the nineties, they replaced all the sex scenes (laughs) with supernatural stuff.
1: (laughs) I think you're right. Oh my goodness. And I bet they were trying to do something to spice it up if you will and they went into the supernatural that's a very good observation there's some on here we can't even say because honestly they're just so bad we don't even want to take time out of your day to go over these absurd plots oh my gosh oh hate. hold on where is this from after reva washed up on an island and made her way to a phone she called home and had her own voice on the other end it turned out that josh had accidentally concocted a clone of her
0: oh my god
1: oh my god <laughs> But then when she was reunited with Josh, okay, y'all, I don't know where this one is from, but I'm going to tell you this. This girl washes up on an island. She finds a phone on this island. (laughs) She calls home and hears her own voice. It turns out that her boyfriend accidentally, accidentally made a clone of her. And then it was later revealed that the clone was actually her long lost cousin. (laughs) What? Okay, here's- Bonus points if you know what that is from.
0: (laughs) So how about Casey the alien? I have no idea where this one's from. It aired in 1990. So it says, Casey, an alien from the planet Lumina, landed in Port Charles searching for a magic crystal he befriended Robin, who convinced Frisco and Anna to get involved in the search. Once Casey and the crystal reunited, he returned home. Okay, this is General Hospital because Robin's from General Hospital. Oh
1: my gosh, this is absurd. Oh, Monica, this has been
0: such a fun trip down memory lane for me. I kind of wish my life allowed time for watching some frivolous TV. I could really get into some General Hospital occasionally. I would say
1: that while I still watch some things, the one thing about soap operas that you just mentioned is you really have to have a time commitment because you have to watch every single day to keep up with the storyline. It's not the same type of binge watching that we're used to on Netflix and Hulu. It's a different style of binge watching that is almost unable to keep up with. Hmm. I'm not sure I would agree with that. I Do you think... think you can miss a week and come back
0: in. Oh, yeah. Because the plots move so slowly. I don't think you can miss five years and come back in, but I think you can miss a week, even a few months, because sometimes you think that okay, whatever star-crossed lovers, you think that they're going to get together in a week, but it takes six months. Well, Monica, like we've talked about all the soaps in our lives, all of the memories associated with them, uh, but I'd like to include one very touching clip from All My Children. It is the final scene of the final episode.
1: Uh, it's funny, you know, because at a at a time like this, there's always so much that
0: I got teary-eyed I last night. Watching
1: there's so many this. people that mean so much, and you, you can't find the words. Uh, but I've been thinking about it, and I've come up with three: neighbors, family, and friends. Oh my gosh, I feel I'm like there's some right now, ge- again, cheese is coming out of my screen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, this whole speech just means a lot because of what I'm going through right now. I'm leaving my friends, my Aww. friends who are family, my neighbors. I just.
1: Yeah, okay, we're done with my clips. And that's why we really love soap operas is because we can really get lost emotionally in them. I know that's why I liked them. I could have extreme, intense emotions that I didn't actually have to carry around with me because they really weren't mine. I know that was my draw. Friends. It's pretty obvious soap operas were a big part of my life and a
0: part I really enjoyed looking back on. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. And find us on Instagram at Two Monicas. Tag a friend. Invite them to enjoy Nothing Serious Seriously every Monday. And don't forget to support the show. You can shop the latest skincare and the most fabulous mink lashes with juvenae.com backslash foxy. That's J-U-V-E-N-A-E.com backslash foxy. Today's music was provided by Kevin MacLeod. Glitter Blast, Fearless, Open Those Bright Eyes, Wallpaper, Marty Got a Plan, and Immersed. Summer by Lilo. Sounds by Zapsplat, and Mixkit. For all the videos, as well as full show notes, please go to ToMonicaspodcast.com.